Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. We are so glad that you are listening to this podcast. As always, we are really glad that you joined us. What an honor that you would take the time to listen to the podcast and hopefully you're enjoying them and hopefully you are asking someone else to listen and and uh, we we appreciate that very fact hope you're sitting somewhere where you can have a cup of coffee or maybe something cold to drink it's getting winter time so tea cocoa whatever you happen to drink but we're glad you joined us and sitting at the table tonight it's really my honor to uh, we have a guest here sitting to my right, Tiffany, wow. my daughter, which has not been here for the last, what, three? It's come Chris, down to that. Chris, yeah. You're we, a guest now. Yeah. She, wow. She was my co-anchor, and now look at her. She's down to a guest because she's missed well, three Well, I appreciate you allowing me to be here tonight. It's like the stars at Cracker Barrel. You just lost a couple <laughs> stars on your apron. Man. <laughs> Not my Cracker Barrel stars. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we are so glad that you're here. Now, this You've been busy. We excused you. Thanks. And so we're really glad you're here tonight. And, of course, we're glad, Chris, that you're here. As always, what would we do without you? I mean, you know, honestly. I'd have to teach pastor to run the computer. <laughs> no. Please don't nope. leave. Yep. I have a feeling that we probably wouldn't have it at the table. <laughs> and he is really, really excited that jessica's not here tonight because he gets to sit by you i was like yeah. don't say that about me i'm always excited when my wife is with me i know no it's pastor he always likes to sit by you i get to sit next to the producer yeah that's right he's really happy about that i won't so, grab your leg like i do my wife oh, thank yeah. you you're welcome thank you. you know i think last week was uh, episode 97 was it really? I think we're, it was 97 or 98. This uh, is 98 now. I think. And we're 98. So, mm-hmm. Wow. Almost two we're years. We're going to have our 100th. Yes. Wow. Episode really quick. And two more. And two more. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Anyway, we are honored tonight to have as guest uh, on this podcast. And I couldn't be happier with these two. And, and what an honor for them to say yes to us. And we have on uh, audio with us tonight, we have Josh and Tracy Durkee. Welcome to At the Table. All the way from Kentucky. Kentucky. Welcome. Richfield, Kentucky. Rich- thank you, thank you. I'll be right back. I'm going to go grab a cup of hot coffee. Oh, okay. Go get you some coffee. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Did you say Litchfield or Richfield? Litchfield with yeah, an L. Litchfield, okay. Yeah. So- Is that eastern Kentucky or western Kentucky? We're kind of smack dab in the middle of central Kentucky. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. And you both are teachers, right? I'm a um, middle school special ed teacher, and Tracy is an elementary school counselor. Okay. Awesome. So you both, we're so glad that you guys are in the school system. Well, Tiffany needs some counseling tonight, so maybe you can help her, Tracy. (laughs) How long do we have? No, she does not. She's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go with that. Good deal. Chris is shaking his head no. <laughs> hey, I'll always stay counseling. <laughs> well, we are so happy that you guys, t- I know you're very busy. You just got in from school and, and you have lots going on, but your life has touched so many people, really. And I'm, I'm not just saying that. You've been a real, real testimony Tracy, to me, um, during uh, your walk with cancer, 
And this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And October. October, yes. And so we just thought it would appropriate to bring you on because uh, you've just been a warrior. Uh, and and so, uh, Josh, you have war, been a warrior right by her side for sure. And uh, you just bless people everywhere you go with your gifts, your talent, your your singing, your leading worship abilities, and you're playing the song of the Lord. It, it's it's amazing. You're one of a kind, and that's for sure. You know, when we first met Josh, he was just a young boy, just learning to play the keyboard. And uh, Josh, you just excelled. Uh, and in my book, you are number one. Yeah. And uh, not oh. only not only on the keyboard, but in in leading worship, we just. Always honored to have you when you come to Solid Rock. Yes, the anointing. Oh, thank you very much. I had a good mentor and had somebody that, that believed me and pushed pushed me to be excellent in what God had called me to do. Yes. Yeah, you did. And you've just kept it up. He's very proud of you, I'm sure. Uh, well, I would imagine. Yes. Yeah, that's my son down there. <laughs> uh well, well, Tracy, we're going to start with you um, and just talk a little bit. And Josh, you you jump in there at any time. But uh, Tracy, how long ago was it when you were diagnosed with cancer, with breast cancer? I was diagnosed on September the 27th in 2017. I just actually celebrated my four-year cancer-free anniversary. Wow, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I was um, diagnosed at 39. I was almost 40. Um, I thought I had felt something, but I wasn't for sure. Uh, my yearly uh, healthy woman um, appointment was coming up in a couple weeks. So I thought, well, it's okay. I'll just talk to my doctor when I go. And um, we started praying, you know, about it then, just that it wasn't going to be anything uh, bad. So I went. Um, he was very concerned. He felt the lump also. So um, that was on Wednesday. He scheduled um, for me to come on Friday to have a mammogram and an ultrasound. And when I went in... Um, Nothing showed up on the mammogram, but it did on an ultrasound. Hmm. So on Monday, I followed up with a uh, biopsy. And on Wednesday, the following Wednesday, it had been exactly a week, they called me at work. I was in the middle of teaching third grade math to my wow. students um, that I had cancer. Wow. wow. So the following day, uh, Josh and I, went to the cancer clinic and met with the doctors and um so they said you have three choices you can have a lumpectomy with treatment you can have uh you know the breast that has uh ended up being two um tumors in it or we can do um a bilateral mastectomy so we prayed about it, and we chose to remove both, being 39. And with the history of cancer, breast cancer in my family, we went that route. Um, so two weeks later, oh, about a week and a half later, we went into the hospital on October the 10th, 
I had a bilateral mastectomy. Um, the surgeon came out and told Josh that she was very confident that she had got everything. It hadn't spread to my lymph nodes, so I was not going to have to have radiation or chemo. Mm -hmm. So we took that as God healed me. Mm -hmm. And um, with all that, uh, we thought everything was going to be fine after that. Cancer-wise, it was. Um, I chose to have reconstruction. And almost a year later, I received a notice in the mail that my implants had been recalled due to um, they could cause cancer. Oh a different gosh. type of cancer. Mm. So, um, we didn't think anything, you know, a lot about it. They said, you know, not to worry. But over the course of the next three years, I began getting sick and my health had declined. And um, what had happened was I had breast implant illness. Um, the materials in the uh, implants can uh, seep into your body. Your body rejects it, different mm. things. So this past May, I had my implants removed. So um, things are, are going good now. I feel better. Um, so I know that God healed me. Um, I've realized in the last four years that sometimes healing doesn't always come instantaneously like we think it should mm -hmm. you know it took four years but um i'm a survivor and i'm still cancer free and i give all the glory to the lord that's that's beautiful that's awesome and i know i know that it's 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 a tough walk uh that that you have walked for sure you were really really sick i remember Tracy, how how people were praying for you when when uh, that started to leak and that began to poison your your body, how that it just made you so very sick, and uh, wasn't sure what to do, huh? Yeah, uh, I really didn't. Uh, we just knew that you know God was in control, and I knew that uh, He had healed me and that I was cancer-free, and that he was going to take care of all of this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, my aunt had had cancer probably 15 years before I did, and then less than a year after I was diagnosed, my mom was diagnosed. Wow. And so we got really worried, but she had a lumpectomy, and she's going on where she just did celebrated her three-year cancer-free. So... You know, God is amazing. Yes, he is. And I know there's so many women, you know, that hopefully will listen to this podcast. The one thing that I've heard from all women that I know that have had breast cancer, the one thing that we just really encourage others to do is do not delay getting uh, your screenings every year. Uh, because uh, as as women and busy, you know, with life, it's really easy to not notice your body. It's really easy to not go and get your wellness checkups. And so we really encourage the women that are listening and the husbands, you know, to encourage their wives to please 
be sure and go and if anything is strange anything is different be sure and you know go and let your doctor know and get the exam and, and stay ahead so I think it's really really important because I think sometimes as women we tend to just kind of put off our health because we're busy or or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and, and those particular visits are not pleasant necessarily so no. you put it's off, not fun no nobody's like ooh, you know what it's I'd not, like to do <laughs> right. let's go visit it's the gynecologist and, the, and, and have a mammogram right yeah you know yeah. It's, it's not fun and you do need to know your body you yeah. know I felt it first um you do need to check you know yeah. they say do routine checks at least once a month you know I wasn't old enough to be screened yet mm-hmm. and a lot of women right. are not at the age where they should be and mm-hmm. had I even been at the age it would still not have shown up on a mammogram so mm-hmm. if you if you you know your body and if you suspect anything or you think something's wrong you push until you find the answers That's good. I hadn't yeah. been to I hadn't been to a checkup in three years that's mm-hmm. how much I hated going. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. a it was a God thing because I had taken out a cancer policy years before when I started teaching. And one of the things with this policy is if you do your well woman checkup every year, they pay for it, plus they give you $90. So I was thinking, hey, I can use the $90. <laughs> it might be worth it. Right. <laughs> and so, the you know... That's why I did it. Now, this was 2017 when you discovered that? Yes. So, yeah. And uh, and then Darlene but, realized in 2018 that she had the very same thing, and you were a uh, real source of encouragement for her because yes. I know she had called you and talked to you many times and had a lot of questions, and you were always there with, with good, uh, encouraging words for her. And we thank you for that, Tracy. Yes. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, you. Uh, yeah, the the walk of reconstruction <laughs> was a rough thing, and and bless your heart, you you know you went through it, and then you've had to go back the other way. But but I can sense such in your voice, Tracy. I sense a peace, and and I remember our our last talk that you had. You know, making making the decision and going forward wasn't easy, but but you made the decision on what on, on your care and I think that's so important with when when there's a diagnosis of cancer for people or any diagnosis you need to find out what is the plan that God has for me what is it that I need to do because I think it's really really important that we follow after the peace of God and the wisdom of God and and I believe that you did just that and you're at a much more peaceful place than you were when you were struggling on what to do over the implants. Tracy, I have a question. Yeah. And go ahead. You can go ahead and say what you're going to say. That's fine. Oh, I was just saying, I mean, I am different. I mean, we were at the women's conference with you all in March. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I hadn't had my surgery yet. Right. And then I had it at the end of the May and then of course COVID hit our house and I was sick first and ended up in the hospital because I hadn't you know my body had not um recovered from the surgery 
So, mm-hmm. but still yet, despite all of that, I feel 150% better now than I did so before. Cool. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I, can t- I could tell when we met with you in July in Florida that when we got to see you and Josh, that you were at a better place then. You were still yeah. walking the journey out, but you were at such a, a better place than you'd been in March. And it's just such an encouragement mm-hmm. to to those that are struggling with different things, but we just happen to be talking about breast cancer. And there's you hear of it so often, uh, of different ones that, that get that diagnosis. And it's not the thing that you want to hear ever. And it is, it is a journey, but in every journey of life, there's always that hope. There's always that looking uh, beyond where you're at. And as a young woman, you're much younger than, than I was, you know, going through this. Uh, but as a young woman and faced with the things that you've been faced with, Tracy, I believe that God so is using that and will use that as a testimony because... So many times things don't go the way we think they will go. Even when you went through uh, the breast cancer surgery and then the reconstruction, which is a hell of its own. Uh, and then, you know, then later to find out that your body is being poisoned by the very thing that you were trying to uh, take back your life, so to speak. And so to have gone through all of that and then to hear your voice and to hear the victory that you have inside of you uh, is a testimony to so many women that you just don't quit, you don't give up, no matter how hard that it gets. Uh, Tiffany, did you have something? I was just going to ask her what kind of advice she would have for um, a younger or an older woman going through this because I know that as women, uh, now men, of course, have their own body issues you know because they care what they look like but women tend to be so much more wrapped up Mm -hmm. in their femininity and Mm -hmm. and breast cancer um sometimes steals what we feel Mm -hmm. defines us as a woman and and i think that as you go on and you you gain your strength and you realize that what you look like is not who you are at all Mm -hmm. but it has to be kind of a a rough game in your mind, you know? And so obviously, (laughs) you know, you've gone through that, Tracy. So what would you suggest? And also to, to Josh as Mm -hmm. well, because, you know, I'm, I'm sure knowing Josh that he has been such a great support in uh, reminding you just how beautiful you are in every single season of this journey. And so I just want to know what your, what you guys would suggest, what's good advice to give to, to, uh, a woman or a couple who's struggling with that? Uh, yeah, Tiffany, it's been, if I would say it's been easy, it's not. It's mm-hmm. been a struggle. Sure. And some days I still struggle with it. Um, you know, the last four years with, I had to take um, some medicine mm-hmm. with that. Um, I had, they had to put me on um a different medicine to counteract the side effects from the tamoxifen. I mean, so it's like, you know, it's, I'm going to give you this medicine to help with mm. the side effects of this medicine. So over the course of the last few years, I've put on a lot of weight. Oh. And it wasn't as 
noticeable, and I didn't feel as self-conscious as long as I had the implant. Mm-hmm. But having the implants removed in May, now I've I've gone from that to nothing. Mm-hmm. And so with the added weight, the lack of having any, you know, any breast at all, um, it's been hard. Um, it yeah. does make you feel sometimes like you're not very beautiful. Um, you know, I get asked a lot, um, if I'm pregnant, um, when's your baby due? Do you just um, say back, when's you know, your baby like, due? <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that. Yeah. Uh, and it hurts. Sure. You know, because, but you know, people don't know. Right. They don't um, know the warrior that you are. Yeah. And, well, and you know, it, some days I come in and I'm like, you know, I'm just tired of this and, and that. But God is using a lot of things to show me that it's, it is not, it's not your outward appearance. No, it's um, not your identity. It's not who, that's not who yeah, you are. I'm, you know, that's not what matters. And it's what's on the inside. And I'm really... You know, he's really taken me through um, this process, and I still go. I'm still going through it. Um, I'm actually going to get. I have an appointment to get fitted for some prosthesis. So um, oh, that's wonderful. I'm I'm kind of excited about that because mm-hmm. I, you know, got online and ordered some, and it was absolutely hilarious <laughs> you have to have your time so, for laughing right <laughs> what oh what a process so uh, my advice to a young woman an old woman a woman of any age um i'm still i'm still happy that we chose the bilateral mastectomy mm-hmm. um it has been hard but I know that that was the right choice for us. Um, And I would highly suggest to any woman facing decisions about cancer and surgery, please do your research. Mm -hmm. Please talk to your doctor. Uh, Do your research on implants and reconstruction. Mm -hmm. There are natural ways that they can take your own tissue, Mm -hmm. your own fat, Mm -hmm. and, you know, do reconstruction that way. But, um, I really would not want anyone to go through what I did with that part of um, my journey. Sure. So just, you know, just know, just find out if you don't know, you know, talk to somebody that does. Yeah, that's that's such good uh, advice, Tracy. For yes, and thank you for being yes. so honest. Yes. I appreciate your candor yes. because I certainly wasn't asking that to like, you know, pick a scab or anything, but I know that there are women no, who, are, who are going through this, yes, and, they are. and you have a lot of wisdom and experience, and you have a faith. Mm. And I think sometimes it, it people just, uh, they feel like their self-worth has yeah. just went down to nothing, yes. you know, because yeah. they, they don't have what Hollywood and, and society says makes you a lady. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, right. uh, and I'm sure, like Tiffany said, Josh reassures you daily that you're still a beautiful woman because beauty's not based on the outward by any means yeah mm-hmm. josh tell us uh, a little bit about the walk uh beside tracy through this whole process 
Well, the, the main, the, the struggle that I had is, um, I'm not an openly, um, just openly emotional person. Now I'm, I am an emotional person, especially, um, with dealing with worship and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But as far as on a personal level, I've never been just a really emotional person. Mm-hmm. So it was hard for me, uh, in the beginning, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to affirm. I didn't know how to, um, I didn't know how to say the right thing. Um, the only thing I could do is whenever she was, she was upset, I would just hold her. Um, we had one instance to where we just, we just broke down in the bathroom. We were both laying in the bathroom floor, just, mm. just holding each other and reassuring each other. Everything was going to be all right. And so sometimes you're not going to know what to say. You're not going to know what to, to even do because it, you know, it was a new, uh, it was a new area for us. Um, and something that you probably just, never talked with anybody else about because it's kind of, no, pri- it was so you know, private. Well, and then you think, you never think it's going to happen to you. That's, exactly. It's not going to happen to us. You know, my wife's only 39 and, um, you, you just, you, you kind of get that mentality of, well, we're too young for anything like that to happen or, mm-hmm. um, but the problem is, is we have an earthly body mm-hmm. and we have, uh, thanks, thanks to Adam, we have sickness in the earth and it could happen to any of us. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the, uh, the, this, that was my struggle is I just didn't know how to connect emotionally with that, um, that she was, what she was feeling. I, the only thing I just knew was to be there and try to reaffirm and uh, just love her through it and, my my big thing is that you know even though um she she doesn't possess the the uh, the physique of of what society says makes her a woman i'm glad she's sitting next to me here on the couch tonight right yeah. i'm glad that yes. we that we get to mm-hmm. we get to minister together and yes. we get to travel together yes. and uh, i said it didn't matter if you didn't have any feet yeah. i you know i'm just glad that you are here you're alive and you have your your health yeah. to be able to for us to be together. And we're young, and we decided then and there. And this this may have been foolish if you're a Dave Ramsey fan, but <laughs> we decided then and there, no matter the cost, mm-hmm. we were going to from that point on make a life and make memories. Yes, yes. work wasn't nearly as port as important. Um, even ministry wasn't right. nearly as important. That's right as my wife and our family. That's right. I love that you said that. Yes. And you went out and bought a camper and been camping ever since, huh? <laughs> we have. We, we traveled. We've been all over the U.S. road trip. And the thing was, the thing is, is we decided to do that. And I tell you what, as I'm sitting here tonight, we haven't gone in debt. The only thing that we've gone in debt for is to buy it. We bought our camper. But all of our trips, we've been able to pay for. God has just blessed us to, to where everything is just, you know, we just, the money comes in. If it may be our taxes, it sure. may be, um, you know, I, I opened Facebook Messenger the other morning and somebody said, the Lord told us to give you $500. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, praise the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so to be, um, you know, just when things are in order, God will bless that. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and of course, as a minister, I've been ministering since I've been sophomore in high school which that's a long time <laughs> and uh, I'll, be, I'll be the first to admit that um, it was 
easy to put ministry and work mm-hmm. in front of my family. And you have done that before. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, um, if I could tell young ministers, even older ministers that um, that have that mentality is, then your family comes first. God mm-hmm. ordained yes. family before he ordained a church. Uh-huh. Amen. Yep. We totally agree with you, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, it's just been so good, so good to get to talk to you and 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 you express your feelings because it's so important that, you know, that's why we have at the table. It's so that we can have some honest talks, so that we can talk about some of these things and and you know, Daryl and I were older when we went through this and but I but when you said a while ago, I remember the night before I had the surgery. Mm-hmm. That that was Daryl and I's hardest time together. Yeah. Because you know your life is changing. And it has. I mean, drastically, yeah. your life does change, but it doesn't mean that it's worse. It just means that God is still so good in, in spite of any situations of life that we go through. And and that is that is your story. That is your testimony that you are sharing and telling. And I believe that there's going to be a lot of women that are going to listen to this podcast and they're going to have hope because, you know, in the midst of the hardest of our storms of life, if we'll follow after the peace of God, what is right. And I love the advice that Tracy was giving a while ago. Uh, if, if when you're met with something unexpected, uh, you find out what God says, where the peace of God is for you and for mm-hmm. the road that you're going on. Yes. And because that's the way we were, I knew without a shadow of doubt the way I was supposed to go. And followed that peace, and God has just yeah. been so faithful and so strong in that. In fact, when you got the doctor's report, you didn't have to even stop and think about mm-hmm. what action am I going to take. Right. Uh, it kind of surprised me. She was. We were sitting in the doctor's office, and he said, uh, yes, you do have breast cancer. And she, she just immediately said, well, we're just going to have a double yeah. mastectomy yeah. right now. I mean, she yeah. didn't think didn't about know. it, but she had, mm-hmm. I'm sure, <laughs> you know, that she had thought about it, but... Um, it was just, I mean, it wasn't a surprise to me because I know how my wife is, and, and uh, she's very radical. It was a very radical surgery, as you guys know. But, uh, you know, God God has been faithful throughout this whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's come back stronger, and mm-hmm. Tracy's coming back stronger. Amen. And uh, we've, we've, we've all got a great testimony to share with other people. Yes, mm-hmm. and other couples. I, I love the couple part. I yes. love that, the support. And I know not all women that have cancer have a spouse or have someone but but if you you're a son uh you know you can support or or you're a father and you have a daughter or whatever i just i i think because that's that just spoke so much volume to me uh was the support of my husband and my children and the people around me uh meant everything and but when you walk that with your husband uh, and and uh, you have each other's support no matter what's, what you're going through. And so I, I believe that people have been touched. Don't you, Tiffany? I believe Absolutely. that it's just been such a, a good, good testimony uh, of, of the goodness of God. And I can't wait to see what God has next for you two. Right. And all the journeys and <laughs> all the adventures that you're going to take. That it, it, It's exciting. It's I want to throw in that I just looked this up really quick that breast cancer is not just for women. Right. So men need to check themselves as well. Um, in 2021, this is the American Cancer Society. 
that says about 2,650 new cases of invasive breast cancer will be diagnosed in men. Hmm. So now there's a lot of men, so that may not sound like a big number, but those numbers belong to someone. So, you know, it can Mm -hmm. happen. It absolutely does happen. So everyone should be aware of their body body and, and vigilant about it because... And also, it might not, if you feel a lump or something, it might not be in your breast area. It could be mm-hmm. under your arm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, on the side, you know, in your lip node. Mm-hmm. So. You know, Darlene had had so many, uh, not biopsies. She did have some biopsies ahead of, before that, but she had uh, had the uh, mammograms, then you had the... Uh, I had needle... Oh, op- what's yeah. the other one called where, where it's uh, digital now? Ultrasound. 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 Uh, but then I had... Uh, two or three needle biopsies through the year but so everything mm-hmm. came yeah. back as Every calcium time. or calcium mm-hmm. buildup and uh, don't worry about it it's just mm-hmm. calcium mm-hmm. but then there was that day that we found out that it was cancer and uh, you know it to us it wasn't a death uh, threat it wasn't uh, any kind of a something like that because we knew how big our god was and we know that he's bigger than the c word and uh, she may have had cancer but cancer didn't have her mm-hmm. And and that's that's the kind of God that we're serving. And and we'd like to just also say to people that are listening, you know, turn to God, trust God. He Mm -hmm. is he is still a healer and uh, he heals in different ways. Uh, So many times people never seem to uh, get healed of cancer because we think, well, they're just all going to die. But we do have some testimonies, don't we, Tracy, that not everybody that has cancer dies. We sure do. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's right. And before we pray, and we're going to pray here in just a moment. Before we pray, I just wanted to to say this: that that faith will override fear if we we'll allow it to happen. Yes. And and that's the thing, you know, you take with COVID and everything else. But it's anything that happens in your life if that's not good news, or sometimes it's just our mind is, you know, thinking things it shouldn't. But when you get a bad report, it's so easy for fear yes. to absolutely take over. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's okay that it momentarily it does. But we need to, you know, listeners, we would encourage you. Tracy and I both have been through this. And it's easy. It would be easy to give in to the fear. But, but faith, if we can allow the faith of God uh, to rise up within us, that faith is what will produce in, in our situation. And that faith comes by saturating yes. yourself in the Word of God. Yes. Faith comes by hearing, not by seeing. Yes. Somebody said, if I could just see a miracle, mm-hmm. then I, my faith would uh, be high enough to get my miracle. But faith doesn't come by seeing, but does, it does come by hearing yes. and hearing by the Word. Yeah, so we just encourage you to, uh, if you're listening and you've been diagnosed or you have a diagnosis down the road, we encourage you to not let fear be the ruler. Uh, begin to surround yourself with faith-filled people and begin to uh, let the Word of God work in your life because it does work and it mm-hmm. will change your life. Uh, Tracy, I'm going to ask you, would you just pray as we end this podcast for those listeners, maybe that's listening and they're in a situation right now, that God would just minister to them and reveal himself strong in their behalf? Um, dear Lord, we come to you tonight, and we are so thankful, Father God, for this podcast. We're thankful for this ministry, Lord, and we're thankful that, that you have brought our families together to do ministry for you. Um, I pray tonight that any woman 
or man at the sound of my voice that is dealing with cancer or a, a diagnosis of any kind, that you would touch them, Lord, that you yes. would give them faith, Father, that you would show them that you are our healer. Yes. Doctor's reports are not final. Your word is final. Yes. And I pray that you would um, wrap your arms around them, give them peace, Lord, guide them into their the best decisions uh, that they need to make for themselves. Give them strength, Father. Surround them with people that will support them. Give them a support system, Father. Give them a church family yes. that will rally around them and hold them up when they're not able to hold themselves up. Lord, we thank you, and we know that you are our healer. Yes. And uh, we give you all the glory. I give you all the glory for healing me and also for Sister Darlene. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In your son's name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Until the next time at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at DarleneRoads.org. Also at WAWMinistries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At The Table with Darlene.